Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hey everyone, welcome to the Get Your Life Together Girl podcast, the ultimate blueprint to self-love and inner peace. I'm your host, Danielle Van. As a cognitive behavioral therapist, a life coach to women, meditation teacher, and author, I've spent my life studying and learning from the stories that make us human. It's my passion and goal to help you shift your mindset and create a lifelong revolution to help you reach your greatest potential. Sometimes we crumble under the pressure of too muchness, where you feel the need and desire to slow down, but also don't feel like you can or simply don't know how. If you feel like you're constantly running into a wall, your schedule is owning you, your boundaries are really struggling, you are not alone. Slow living is a conscious, effort-driven choice. It's one that many fail to remember is always available to you. The thing is, even the most mindful people can struggle with giving themselves permission to slow down. Today, you and I are taking a one-on-one deep dive into some signs it's time for you to take a break, and I'm offering some grounded ways for you to take care of yourself and give yourself the space you so desperately need when you need it the most. The Get Your Life Together Girl podcast starts right now. Sometimes we just need a break, right? Living in a balanced lifestyle is not always easy. Sometimes we live in a space of high stress and pressure. And after so much time, we tend to crumble And I know I try my best to avoid it. And yet there are times where I even feel extreme burnout. And I know when I get there based on how I'm showing up, not necessarily for you here at the podcast or on social media or even to the people that I work with, but mostly to myself, right? Like if I'm not showing up for me, then I know that this is really a space that I need a deep slowdown and I need a break in order to get back on track. And truth be told, I've been feeling that a lot lately, that space of, wow, Danielle, you really must bring it back together, get your practices in order, get yourself realigned, because if not, you're going to get sick or you're going to really feel frustrated or anxiety will build. And I know this is the same for many people right now. I've been talking about it with so many of the people that I work with. I've been talking with people on social media as they reach out and say, I am so overwhelmed. And when I hear the words overwhelmed, the first thing that I often want to say is it's time for a slowdown. If you find yourself overthinking, overdoing, and you're neglecting the self, it is time to hit the pause button. Let's first talk about what slow living actually means. And then let's talk about some of those signs that are so prevalent when we need a break. So slow living is really a space where you are focused 
on slowing down. It's conscious. It's effortful, not effortless, right? You actually are putting thought and space into being present. It's also stepping away from the idea that being busy or that things need to be fast in order for them to be better. So it's a rush, right? It's that constant noise, that constant hum of now, now, now. It's stepping away from just that. You make a conscious decision on how to spend your time and live with more intentionality instead of just passing your time, whether that's on your phone or social media or in spaces that you really don't want to be in. And it's even practicing the habits that help you understand that you have the power to get out of any negative impact that's happening around you, whether internally or externally. You know, if your environment's really negative, but you have the space of returning back into that conscious slowdown, you have the ability to pay attention and get out of that space. Slow living puts your well-being in the forefront, right? It's putting you on the top of that priority list. If you've heard me talk about my own personal story, I was asked one question that opened my eyes and actually got me to where I am right now. And that question was, who do you love? And then I was asked to write down everything that came to mind, you know, every person, everything. And as I was doing it, you know, I'm writing along, that was easy. And then the person that was asking the question asked me to stop and to review my list. And I really wasn't done yet, but I did. And she said, were you on that list? And the answer was no. Not, I wasn't at the bottom. I wasn't at the top. I was nowhere to be found, nor was it in my thought process to put myself on that list. And that was really the breaking point for me. I knew that not only did I need a conscious lifestyle change, but I needed to heal and do the work to get even on that list. And when we live slow, we're on that list. In fact, we are at the top of that list constantly. And so that's really important. So I ask you, let's start there. If you are feeling overwhelmed, and I asked you that same question, who do you love, and you had to write it down, would you put you on that list? Being able to live slow is the basis of that answer. Living slow really gives us the space where we can favor quality over quantity and we know how to be mindful in the way that we show up. Are you living slow? Do you need a break? Beyond just that feeling of knowing that you need a break, let's talk about the signs, right? There's many different, but let's talk about some of the most, mm, let's call it emotionally catching <laughs> ways to know that you must take the slowdown. And again, there's so many different ways, but let's get into the fundamental ones that you can easily identify because oftentimes as we rush, 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 hustle and bustle, never slow down, more is better. We fail to really look at the underlying issues, but we see the top ones, the grasping places. And so let's talk about those first. For many, when it's time for a break, they feel very unmotivated. And it's this constant feeling. 
it's this frustration of never having the motivation to do all the things. So you have this list that you feel like you can never get done and you have a hard time just getting yourself there, right? To the first step of even engaging with the list. Even if these are things that you usually enjoy, everything you try to do isn't working and so you just need a break. The next one that we often see is this constant feeling of being tired and drained. You know that feeling when you just really energetically don't want to do anything, where you don't even have the wherewithal to find a drive within you. A lot of people will just lay around all day or they'll slow walk it or they'll give up these things that really mean the most to them, like physical exercise or yoga or whatever it is. And this is a major sign that you need a break. The next one is something that I personally experience. <laughs> so if you follow me on Instagram, you know that every single day I write an original quote. But there are times that I have to go to my stack of quotes that I have sitting just in case I get to this space, which is a creative block. And what is that for most people? It's sitting down to work on something and you literally can't think or you can't come up with anything or you find yourself scrolling for hours just because your mind can't focus. You know, usually when you sit down and your creative you know, juices are flowing, you run into this space where everything feels exciting and wonderful. But if you don't feel that, it feels like a never ending wall that you just keep running up against. And that feels even more frustrating, even more unmotivating and just tired, right? So if that's your space that you're in right now, know that you need a break. Another one is getting easily irritated. It's easily this frustration that shows up because people are doing something that runs up against how you feel or what you have the capacity to understand or to take on at the moment. I know for a lot of people, the words of I'm just done or even just feeling done is a very good sign that you need a break, a slowdown of some sort. And I'm not just talking about a moment to moment break, but a full stop of let's realign kind of break. The next thing is you keep making excuses for neglecting yourself. Self-care is so important, but a very good key in way, a clue to know that you are not in a healthy space and you do need a break, that you're kind of falling down that dark rabbit hole of letting go of what's important to you is not showing up for yourself. It's putting everything on the back burner, your self-care, your desires, your needs, they all go to this back space and you cannot do that, right? The next thing is putting too much pressure on yourself to get everything done. I know personally, I have a list that I carry throughout every single year. I may or may not get to everything on it, but I know that I often feel pressured to make sure that I hit my end goal, whether that is personally or in business or in anything that I do, really. And if you're there, right, if you do that too, and you put this unnecessary stress and pressure on yourself, 
You can lead yourself into burnout and you can even lead yourself into a space where you lose the passion to keep working towards your goals. And that too is a space where you know you need a break. A couple more would be staying too focused on the hustle and not taking enough time to be focused on clarity. You've heard me say my four questions over and over and over again. And the reason why I drilled those in so hard is because of this. These are the indicators that things need to shift, right? So what do I want? What do I need? How do I want to feel and how will I get there? If everything is unclear and you are not focused, guess what? You can't answer those questions. And those are the indicators too that you need a break. The last one is feeling pressure to rush to an answer or to rush to a decision and you're not taking enough time to really key in. And that feels very similar to what we were just talking about, but it's this warning light that you need to really moderate your pace in life. And if you don't, then of course we get into that too muchness and anxiety begins to build and we know we must slow it down. So how, how do we do that? How do we give ourselves permission to just take a break? How do I know when to really get into a space of reflection versus doing, right? Intentional living, slowing down, getting out of the enoughness is getting into a space where we take a step back, sit in a quiet space for just a moment and redefine what we need. It's a space of reflecting on your growth and giving yourself time to feel your way through a moment. There's a few things that I want to do or give you to help you get out of that space. And then I want to show you some very quick and easy recommitments to the self in order to help you get out of this. I need something more and I can't quite get myself there mentality. The first one really leans into what I often teach most, and that is to track the thoughts. When you organize your primary emotions and your reactions based on evidence, it allows you to know where sort of these pitfalls are in your life, where you know you need to really take everything down to just the bare minimum. So remember that if we're feeling overwhelmed or we know that we need to slow down, there are thoughts behind that. So grab a piece of paper and let's get into some steps into getting the evidence that you need, these takeaways that you need in order to slow everything down. So the first one that you would write down is, what is the situation? What's happening in your life right now that feels overwhelming? that feels like there is too much going on and you don't have a way to really be mindful. That's the first step is one situation. Two is what are the reactive thoughts that are happening based on the situation? So let me give you an example. Let's say you are deep in the middle of a project. It's the holidays now and you know that you have very 
few hours to complete everything in order to meet a deadline. That feels like you're constantly rushing, you're exhausted, you're mentally overdone, you're consumed with deadlines and having to do all the things. And no matter where you kind of look, there is no break. So the reactive thought may be, I cannot possibly do all of these things. Mm. That is going to lead the mind into a space of negativity, right? So what are the reactive thoughts? Write those down. The third is, what is the reflective thought? Meaning, is what I'm thinking about the situation true? Is there truth and fact in what is happening right now? So think about it. What are the reflective thoughts? Write those down. And then with the evidence and the reaction in front of you, give yourself a moment to think about the next action step. What would I do if I could wave my magic wand and clean up all of the things that are happening, right? So that's the place that you begin to get on the path towards solution and resolution. And then I want you to write down a fifth thing, which is for future reference. What are my takeaways from this moment, right? I feel frazzled. I need a break. How could I look at the situation in which I am in right now and use it for the future. Well, I know that I won't take on five projects, right? I know that when I start feeling overwhelmed, it is a key and an indicator that I need to slow down or whatever it might be, write those things down. I'm gonna repeat those five steps for you again because even though this seems really, really simple, it is huge. This is such a great way for you to be able to know One, I need the slowdown. Two, to give yourself permission because you are providing yourself with an action plan. So one is situation. Two is reactive thought. Three is reflective thought. Four is action steps. And five is for future reference. Again, when we're intentional, we have the power to slow it all down. Now let's move to another space, which is to get to your pen to paper in a different way. You know, journaling, I talk about it so often, but why? Why is that the thing that I tell you to go to most? And it's because it clears your mind, right? It creates a sanctuary in which you can honestly trust and hear yourself. It's a space to gain perspective, do the self-analysis, and be able to what? Slow the hell down right? If you get everything out, then you have the ability to settle. So do that. You know, what is the affirmation that you want to use to help yourself find slow? What is the affirmation that you're going to use to find center again? Can you brainstorm your ideas or your projects so that you can maybe find a different way to look at it, a different perspective? Can you clarify what you need and want through your writing? Can you even just track your progress so that maybe you can see that you're further along than you think and so that this deadline or this space that you are trying to reach or this sense of peace could actually have some grounded fact and truth behind it? This is very important. Write what you need. The next thing that you can do is to actually lean into self-care. If you have the ability to slow down, you have the ability to add quality to your life. Hustle and bustle doesn't add the quality. 
right? It actually takes us away from being able to hear ourselves, to feel, to think. Self-care does not have to look like the lunch out with the bestie, although that does help, right? It can look like giving yourself space to redefine what you need. So much like I said, track your thoughts, here you go a little bit deeper and get into the individual pieces. So let me give you some questions to ask yourself and use as good qualifying self-care. So that first question is, what makes me feel fulfilled? And am I doing it? Write that down, think about it. Let it marinate all day long until you go, oh my gosh, I am literally driving myself crazy and not doing what actually fulfills me. You can use that as your path back. The question that you should also be asking, which is number two, is what makes me feel drained? I guarantee you, you're gonna be able to rattle that off super fast and then look at, is it necessary to stay in those things that are draining you? What can you let go of? Where's your no? Where's your boundary? Think about those things. Question three is what daily practice can I go back to that I've let go of? You know, for me, when I'm not running, when I'm not walking, when I'm not actually engaging in physical exercise, I hit burnout super fast. And if I'm super busy, guess what? May actually take a sidestep. So think about what do I need to do to get myself back in a healthy space? Four, what intentions can you set to feel fulfilled? Five, list the things that you're most grateful for. Gratitude is a huge way of being able to slow down. Six, how can you be more intentional with your time? Seven, what do I need to learn in order to keep myself supported? How can I best support my mental, emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual health? And number eight, what can I best eliminate in order to help myself be more effective in the slowdown? If you're checking in with yourself, if you're being flexible, if you're focused on progress and not the shoulds, right? You're focused on growth and not what you should be doing. You're going to be able to get back into our definition of living slow. Remember, it's focused. It's being present. It's stepping away from the idea that being busy or doing things fast is the best way to do it. It's getting into a space that you are practicing the habits that do not lead you into negative impact. It's quality over quantity. It's living in a beautiful way. Slow living or slowing down is saying, I'm going to put my phone down. I'm going to accept that I need rest. I'm going to drink my water. I'm going to invite mindfulness and tranquility into my life. I'm going to practice my breathing. I'm going to sleep in when needed. I'm going to go on a walk or workout. I'm going to do a social media cleanse. I'm going to learn to say no and mean it. I'm going to connect with my community. I'm going to be still. I'm going to surrender to the need of always needing to do something. I'm going to forgive myself. I'm going to learn something that I want to learn. I'm going to practice the initial and intentional pauses that I need. Right? We have to start somewhere. You have to practice the power of the pause. Be willing to say, I am rushing. I cannot do this. I am going to go into shutdown mode. 
And in all of this, I want you to find a quiet space. When we're quiet, like I said before, we can hear ourselves. It's a space that we allow ourselves to actually create and set our priorities. It's a space where we're able to find the pleasure around us, which is so imperative to find. It's a space that we can say no and mean it. It's a space where we don't compare. We don't ask for validation from everybody around us, but instead we internally know, does this work for me? Is this going to push me over the edge? Is this going to put me into a space that I'm going to need to detox from my stress? It's a space where we can count our blessings. We can take a deep breath. We can make time for ourselves. In everything, we have to slow it down. There's a few more ways that you are able to get clear and get into that I am focused in the now feeling. One would be meditation. You hear me say it over and over again. There's a reason for it. It helps settle the mind. It helps settle the breath and the body. You have to try it if you haven't. So go ahead and do that, please. It's a push. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be exactly, you know, grounded the first time, but try it. Another way is to visualize yourself somewhere peaceful. In times where everything is crazy, racing thoughts often find their way in. And so instead of focusing on how to make your mind stop cold, focus your mind on how to slow everything down. For some people, it's the mountains. For others, it's the water. For some, it's a beach or their family. For me personally, when I know I need to calm down, when I need to slow everything down, I will visualize myself standing on the edge of a slow moving river. And it is a shallow space that I visualize and I can see the rocks and the moss and the formations and I just watch and visualize the water moving very slowly and peacefully and it does wonders for the mindset. Try it. Doing this exercise invokes calm and calm creates slow. Try that. Another way, I said, do a social media detox, but maybe just put your damn phone down, right? Allow yourself to not feel overwhelmed by the scroll of social media, the news, shopping websites, getting your head so full of all of the information and how little time there is to get everything done will allow you to stop overstimulating yourself. Overwhelm comes from stimulation. So slow down, put it down. It matters how much time you spend on your phone. It matters how much time you spend on the computer. What can you do to help yourself know that there's something more? Listening to a podcast like this one gives you the ability to slow down because you're actually putting thought into action. So what can you do besides that doom and gloom scroll that takes you out of the good? Slow down by taking time to do the things that you actually enjoy. When you're crazy busy, you're always running around, there is no balance. So what do you actually enjoy? Set the limits of what's important, like we talked about just a few minutes ago, and then do them. For me, cooking is something that I actually enjoy, but when my schedule is so busy, I don't get to enjoy it. It's a rush. 
And so I play a little mental game with myself. Like, you know, if I do this and I do that, would this allow me to slow down and sit in this experience? And if so, that's what I'm going to do. You don't have to always be on the go. Instead, slow down in the enjoyable things. Lastly, regulate your breath. When was the last time you actually took a deep breath, right? Breathing deeply activates the parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest and our digestive system. The system is the counterbalance to the sympathetic nervous system, which is your fight or flight system. So by activating the parasympathetic nervous system, you tell the brain and the body it's okay to engage in the restful processes like sleep, mental balance, digestion, being able to slow the mind and body down. Take a few deep breaths. Actually relax into the breathing part of your body. Let go of the cortisol. Let go of the deep components that provide you stress by using the one thing that you have the power to use for free and immediately. This all comes down to this. Do you need a slowdown? Do you need a break? Do you have the ability to know when too much is enough? Are you in a space of push, push, push and no give? If you are, what are you willing to do to change that rhythm? Because the option is keep going and hit burnout, hit physical illness, hit whatever it is that's coming for you, or stepping back onto the track and getting very clear, getting so simple for just a moment so that you can maintain. And if you will do that, the question then becomes, how will you slow down? You have tools right here, right? And if none of those work for you, what would? And can you put those into action? It's so important that you take your life by the reins. You stop allowing everything on the outside to control how you show up and do the damn thing, right? Whether that's growth or healing or both or finding a new path for yourself or giving yourself permission, whatever it is, remember that slow living is mindfulness. Do you need to put something more in place to live your best, highest, and truest life? How will you slow down? How will you do it? Commit to yourself. And when you do, it is an essential step into getting your life together. Thank you so much for listening to the Get Your Life Together Girl podcast. If you're seeking daily inspiration and additional tools and tips, you can follow me on social media at Get Your Life Together Girl on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Clapper, and Threads. You can also visit my show notes, my blog, and my website at getyourlifetogethergirl.com. I invite you to please review this podcast as it helps put our show in front of others who may be also needing this kind of grounded information. I can't thank you enough for being a valuable member of this community. Until next time, be kind to yourself and others.
You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.